Portions of this program are pre-recorded. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a ton going on. There's a lot to get to. Is an ominous date, but so what? We're still going to get it done and make it happen for you. Interview with uh, Martha Byrne. I don't know if you watched As the World Turns, but I have Martha Byrne on today. And she talks about how her husband was arrested by the FBI and charged with something that doesn't make any sense. It's a harrowing uh, ordeal that's been going on for about a year and a half. We'll get into that. And we've got Catherine Engelbrecht from True the Vote. She and her organization did the research and all the math and all the methodology to go into the movie 2000 Mules that so many people are talking about. We'll have her on to talk about the fake fact checks that are out there and an awful lot more on your Friday. I'll give you some strings. Uh huh. That was me. Glad to have you. Carrie, you so crazy. What day is it anyway? Where is Bob Guthrie? Let's go. Friday. Uh huh. Thank God it's. Thank God it is Friday. Yes, it is. Friday. Thank God it's. Thank God it is Friday. Let's go Free Speech Friday on him. Let's go. Friday the 13th or not, we're going to do Free Speech Friday. Whatever's on your mind going to be fair game. If I know something about it, we'll talk about it. If not, we'll move on. That is Carrie Chocolate Voice Lockie. How you doing? I'm okay. Polo back in the in the saddle. Sam making it happen. You didn't join us before the start of the show on the screen. You missed the puppies. We have puppies on the on the camera. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Again, love to hear from you. We've got some big interviews happening today. Uh, you've heard about 2,000 mules. Now, Carrie, you still have not seen that yet, right? No, I have not. It's it's a, a very, very good movie if you're into analytics. If you're into, well, it's a good movie anyway. But if you're into sort of CSI, do you ever watch those shows of the CSI, this and that and the other? I don't know. Paul, you seem like you'd be a CSI guy. Are you a CSI guy? No. You're not an overtly political guy, but I think that you would get a kick out of this, to be honest. You're really, you're not into sort of um, um, crime dramas, anything like that? Uh, not even a little bit. You are. You like Batman and all that stuff. Those are crime dramas, aren't they? Yeah, but not that CSI stuff. All right. Sam? You know that I absolutely love CSI, and I will always binge it if I have the chance. Well, then you gotta, you've got to watch this movie because it's a true-life CSI, a, um, a cr- criminal, uh, what is it, crime scene investigation is what CSI stands for. And they did an investigation to find out if anything had gone wrong in 2020 in the election. Did Biden really get 81 million votes? Did Trump really get 10 million votes then he got the first time and beat Obama's record for an incumbent uh, in votes and still lose by a lot? And they went and they checked it out. They've got video surveillance, they've got uh, GPS, they've got geo-tracking, all of which, by the way, everybody on every side said was valid and above reproach. John Roberts, the Chief Justice in the uh, Supreme Court, said in 2018 that this is good technology. And then um, Nancy Pelosi and the like in the FBI and the Department of Justice used geo-tracking to find people who were in the Capitol on January 6th. It was fine then, but suddenly when you do it and put it into a movie and prove that there were some real problems in the 2020 election, suddenly there are questions about geo-tracking. 
which is just kind of dumb. We've got uh, Catherine uh, Engelbrecht at the bottom of hour number two. We're going to talk about that movie, going to talk about what they find out in the movie, going to talk about the, the so-called fact checkers, and we'll do that. I do want to make mention about my interview with uh, Kathy Barnett yesterday. Kathy Barnett is a Republican running for U.S. Senate out of the great state of Pennsylvania. I like Kathy. I've never met her, so we're not friends that way, but we're friends on the show, certainly. Um, I don't know much about Dr. Oz, other than he was a doctor on television, and I never had a problem with him. But there seems to be some sort of strange division among those who are conservative-minded Americans. I'm not even going to say Republican, because I'm not a Republican. I'm a, I'm a conservative guy. It's a value system. I'm not a party guy, which is Republican. Although I tend to vote Republican, I can't think of a Democrat I've ever voted for. And I probably wouldn't because they've gone so far left. But I had Kathy on yesterday who's doing very well. She's now second place and pushing very hard against Dr. Oz, who has been endorsed by President Trump. Sean Hannity likes Dr. Oz. Um, Others, very big name um, conservatives out there like Dr. Oz. Sean and I are friends. There is no rift there. There won't be. I'm told that Greg Kelly likes Dr. Oz and doesn't like Kathy Barnett. I don't know Greg Kelly. I've never met Greg Kelly. I've never talked to Greg Kelly. But from what I can tell, does a pretty good job on television. I know I liked him on Fox when he was on there. And then he went to local Fox in New York. And then he ended up on Newsmax. And from what I've seen, he does a very nice job. So this is not me against them, and it's certainly not them against me. I had Kathy Barnett on for the first time about 13 months ago. She was suggested to me from U.S. Representative Burgess Owens, the former Super Bowl champion who is District 4 Republican, great state of Utah. You guys have heard Burgess and seen Burgess on the show many times. He's a great guy. He's a great American. He introduced me to her and said, hey, you might want to take a look. So I did. I had her on. Her story is very intriguing. Now, did I read her book? And check every fact she says in the book. Carrie, do you think I did that? No. Because as an, an interviewer, what I do is I bring people on and ask them questions. What would you do if you got the job? Why are you right for the job? What is your family background? Well, what, what, what made you think that you should do this? You know, what is it that you think is going wrong in Pennsylvania? Those are the early interviews that I did with Kathy Barnett. I guess she's got a book out. I didn't read it. I don't read anybody's books. I would rather get the information by asking. Now, was I supposed to ask her if she was an adjunct professor somewhere? No. Was I supposed to say, well, you were a financial person in a couple of banks? Where were they? Nope. I'm not, I'm not investigating her. I'm not uh, holding her up on some crime charge that she's going to answer my questions. This is not an interrogation when I have somebody on. It's an interview. So I got to know her a little bit in the first interview. Then I interviewed her first uh, a few months later. Another really great interview. And she was sailing right along. This is way before Oz showed up on the scene. And again, Dr. Oz might be a great candidate and a lot of people like him. But um, having said that, I like Kathy Barnett. So I brought her back a few more times. And then we broke down when Black Lives Matter did this, blah, blah, blah. When uh, this other destruction happened there, when this riot happened over here, when people said things about that, we had her on and we talked about it at length. Now, a lot of what you guys think Kathy Barnett has said in the past has been misunderstood by you. She is not a supporter of Black Lives Matter, never has been. She did say that in the argument about tearing down monuments, she said we should have a monument to Lincoln And hell, the first black president, have a monument to him. Not that she voted for him. She said she didn't vote for him twice. In fact, she voted against him twice. So there are things that that you all believe because you've heard some of this guy or that gal or the other person or me, and then you put it together, and for some reason you've taken it upon yourselves to think you should contact me via email, on Rumble, or on Twitter, and tell me how wrong I am, I should ask Sean. Sean and I don't go over uh, any sort of content for our shows. We don't talk about editorial content. He would never get in the way of mine. I would never try to get in the way of his. Well, you should talk to Greg Kelly. Don't know Greg Kelly. I saw what he said 
about Kathy Barnett, and I understand where he's coming from. I stand firmly by the questions I asked her. In fact, I went right at some of these issues you guys think that she has, and she answered them. Now, you can either accept her answers or you can not accept her answers. But if you thought my job was to bring her in an interrogator and waterboard her and make her answer your questions, that's not what I do. So what you do now as the audience, and I appreciate you choosing my show, is listen to what Sean said, listen to what Greg said, listen to what I said, listen to what Kathy said in context. So a lot of it's out of context out there. And then go in and see what Oz said. Well, what did Oz say about abortion not very long ago? What did he say about trans children not very long ago? What did he say about these? And what did he say about Obamacare back in 2009, 2010? Now, if Oz wins the primary, I will be a supporter of Oz being the Republican from, from Pennsylvania because I don't want a Democrat to go from Pennsylvania. But if Kathy Barnett wins, I'll support her as well. As of today, I'm somebody who really loves Kathy Barnett's story and I think that a lot of the accusations against her are easily explained. Does that mean that you should vote for her or you should believe me over the other guys? No, 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 no. Take it all in. Carrie, have I not always said, take in what everybody says and then check it for yourself? Yes, you have. Several Isn't that times. the best way? Absolutely, yes. I mean, it's kind of what a journalist does. You go out there and you don't make a decision on it. You go out there and you ask the questions, you take those answers and you put them on the air. And that's what I did with Kathy Barnett. Now, Dr. Raz's camp has not contacted me. I don't think we've contacted them. Um, I'm not pursuing the guy McCormick either. I know Kathy because, again, she was presented to me 13 months ago when she started this run, and I like having her on. Now, I've got a big enough footprint that if Oz wants to come on, I'll hear from them. I haven't. That if McCormick wants to come on, I'll hear from them. I haven't, and that's fine. You know, we've got a nice um, set of stations in Pennsylvania. We could certainly help or hurt um, if you came on. That's for sure. But just like yesterday with Kathy Barnett, it was a very good interview, 18 and a half minutes. If you missed it, go on Rumble, go check it out, look up Joe Pags, or just go on my Twitter, and we promoted it a couple of times. Um, I asked her, those, I said, Kathy, I've got to go to what, to what they're saying about you. And I did, and she gave answers. But like there's, there's one where she's using race. Uh, she's race baiting in uh, what she said about her face on, on these yard signs for Run for Senate. Well, what she said was funny, and there were people laughing at it. What she said was, take my sign and bring it to your neighbors who refuse to put my sign up with my little black face on it, and, and if they don't put it out there, call them racist. And everybody laughed at that. Yesterday, she told me she was talking about the Democrats in the neighborhood who always use the race card. We should use it against them now instead. Now, is she telling the truth? I think so. You might not. But the last thing you're going to you will never, ever be able to get me to complain about another talk show. It, it won't happen. I've heard other hosts do that. I won't do that. And you're certainly not going to get me to complain about Trump endorsing Oz. He has his reasons. And he's got a very, very good record when it comes to endorsing people. I mean, in the last uh, primary, he's like 22-0. and 0. I heard somebody say the number's like 66-2. and 2. He's very, very successful when he endorses somebody. But because the former president endorses somebody, it doesn't mean I have to get in lockstep. I still want him to be the president. I still support what he did for America. I'm an America first guy, but I don't have to do everything that he says or Sean says or Greg says, just like they don't have to do what I say. I hope you guys understand that now, because some of your comments to me have been legitimately stupid. They really have been. So if you haven't watched the interview with Kathy Barnett, don't say a word to me. Go watch it. After you watch it, if you have a question about my questioning, I'll hear you. If you have a question about her, you got to get a hold of her. I ask the questions the best I can. Hopefully that makes sense. Carrie, does that make sense? It does, yep. 
Carrie, do you think they're going to be able to, to put a wedge between Sean and me? Really? No, not at all. Sean and I have been friends 20 years. It's not going to change because he and I disagree on something. It's never going to change because he's the king of the talk radio hill. I would never, ever do something stupid to a guy who's been very helpful and has been basically a mentor to me. This guy took my phone calls 15, 20 years ago and just talked me through what this business is all about. Could not get a better guy in his business than Sean Hannity. So some of you who are like siding with Kathy Barnett and with me, who think that attacking Sean makes sense, it doesn't. That's also stupid. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Coming right back. This is the Joe Pags Show. And as I, as I said it, Carrie, I get an email from somebody, stop it with the caveat, and it goes through why I should not support her. It's so, it, listen, I've explained why I feel the way I feel. I've said it. There are many, many problems that Oz has if you go back and just look at actual video history. But again, if he wins, I'll support him for re- Republican out of Pennsylvania. That's fine. I mean, uh, again, I don't know what you think your emails are going to do. Uh, Carrie, am I going to change how I interview people because of the emails I'm getting? Absolutely not. I just wondered. I, it, I, they must think that I'm going to because they're just not listening to the words coming out of my mouth. Watch the interview. Go and enjoy it. It's there on Rumble. A, a few thousand people have watched it by now. And decide for yourself. If you don't like her answers, don't vote for her. Don't support her. If you like her answers, maybe you have a, a different insight into what exactly is going on. It's very, very strange that, again, you think uh, um, I, I do mention emailers. Because I think it's important that you're part of the show. Just like if you called in, some people don't like to call in. They like to, they would rather email. So I like to in, in, include that. But you're not going to get me to change how I do the show or how I interview people. I'm successful after 31 years now, because, or that's more than that, 32 years, because I, what I do seems to work for those who watch or listen. I appreciate you taking the time. appreciate you writing me. But the tone of your email is not going to help you out here. Just not. Let me remind you about Newsmax. You might have heard of the big news. Newsmax just beat CNN in primetime ratings for the first time ever. That's a huge deal. Last Friday night, Nielsen says more people tuned into Newsmax than did to CNN. So people really are watching Newsmax. I watch Newsmax all the time. I'm on the network all the time. It's a news source I trust. It's got great hosts like Rob Finnerty in the morning, John Bachman and Bianca Della Garza at 12 p.m. Eastern, then Eric Bowling and many, many more. Check them out. On weekends, Newsmax has Mike Huckabee, Diamond and Silk, Dick Morris, Rob Carson. Newsmax is the fastest growing cable news channel in America, the fourth highest rated uh, network in closing in on CNN. Find Newsmax on major cable systems. If your cable system doesn't carry Newsmax, call them and demand that they do. Or switch to a service that does and download the Newsmax app. I've had this now for six, going on seven years. Get it free on your smartphone. Doesn't matter if it's iOS, doesn't matter if it's Google or Android, doesn't matter. Get it from both those stores. You can watch Newsmax anywhere. I trust Newsmax. You should as well. Get to Newsmax and get there today. Let me say hello and welcome. Actually, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. There's a lot out there about both Oz and Kathy Barnett, and I hope that McCormick doesn't just you know win because they're going at each other on the top like that. But uh, go and educate yourself as much as you can. 
If you trust what I say, then go with what you heard on my show. If you trust what others say, go with what you heard on their shows or what you saw on, on their social. It, it's that easy. Now, I, again, I don't have any editorial input into Sean Hannity's show. But I did see last night, he wrote like a six-tweet response to Kathy and her, and her campaign saying they might be able to do something on Monday, which is before the, uh, the primary is. And he's also, he also said in his string of tweets that his people have reached out to her many times. And, um, and for some reason, the campaign has not answered, hasn't gotten back. So again, there's a whole lot going on here. The last thing I want, though, and I posted this last night on Twitter, is for those who believe in America first, those who are conservative, to openly fight about it. I don't want you pitting talk show hosts against each other. I don't want you really pitting campaigners or, or candidates against each other if they, generally speaking, believe in the same thing. Because the left doesn't do that. The left all circles the wagon, and they love watching conservatives go at each other. That's why I'm very careful with what I say and what I do when it comes to um, supporting somebody. And I think Kathy and I think Oz would both be infinitely better than anybody who's a Democrat running in that race. Let me go to Zion, who's in Maine. Zion, what's going on? Hi. Oh, hello. Um, I just wanted to say that uh, I did a survey poll on a thing called Survey Monkey, and I only distributed it to people in Pennsylvania because I was curious who they thought was going to win the race. And they thought 40 to 60 that Dr. Oz was going to win the race. And I just wanted to say that. Okay. Sounds good. No problem. Again, I'm not here to say that Oz is not going to win. I'm not here to say Kathy Barnett is going to win. I'm here to say that it was fair in my opinion, somebody that I've had on for 13 months, to bring her on and ask her questions. The questions are about what's being said about her, that she supported BLM, never did. That she said that this is a um, a society that's built on institutional racism. She said she's never said that. Now, again, there's audio, there's video out there suggesting that she does say that, but it was taken out of context. Then when the entire video is put out there, it shows that she didn't really say that. And what was the story with her little black face on a, on a yard sign? Well, she explained that, and in context, that makes sense. Now, are there issues about what she said about Islam? Sure. Are there issues with what she said about Trump? Yeah. So go back and look at those tweets. Go back and see what she said. Weigh that information. And if you have a voice or a vote... In this, um, in this race in Pennsylvania, by all means, go there and, and vote your conscience. It behooves you to learn everything you can about every candidate. Now, Carrie, I've got less than a minute, but I want you to, if you don't mind, you've got to present that story about people being bald and how we have to stop calling them bald. From the blaze, calling a man bald is sexual harassment. A UK tribunal ruled earlier this week. A UK tribunal said that calling a man bald is akin to commenting on the size of a woman's breast, Sky News has reported. As such, the term, when used in an apparently derogatory manner, as it was in the case of a UK man, Tony Finn, can now be classified as sexual harassment. A CNBC report noted three members of the tribunal alluded to their own personal experiences with hair loss and said that baldness was more prevalent in men than women, therefore arguing the use of the term bald as an insult that is related to a protected characteristic of sex. According to reports, former electrician Finn said that his former shift supervisor, Jamie King, called him a bald bleep. Uh, Finn also alleged that King, who is approximately three decades Finn's junior, threatened him on at least one occasion. Yeah, that's, And that, that bleep that's a, is a really bad word. Yeah. Stupid, stupid story. Do you think that it's sexual harassment to call a bald man bald when he's bald? 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. Keep it here. This is the Joe Pags Show. 
Uh, glad to have you. Thanks a lot for taking the time. It's a Free Speech Friday edition, the Joe Pag Show on Friday the 13th. Carrie, you ever wigged up by Friday the 13th? Do you care? No. I like to watch the movies, um, but no. That's I didn't fun. even like those movies. I thought those movies were kind of dumb. <laughs> then they had, what was it, Friday the 13th, 28? Yeah, something they like did? that. A lot of them. There are quite a few, yeah. They're, they're pretty bad. Most Just another day for me. Um, and, and so I'm, it's not a scary day for sure. So um, you wouldn't walk under a ladder? Uh, yeah, I, I would walk under a ladder. I don't care. Hmm. I'll, I'll walk in front of a black cat. I don't care. I don't believe in bad luck like that. Okay. Alrighty. Is that is that dumb? Is that, am I now going to like die in some you strange just way? Just jinxed yourself. Of the yes. The, uh, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> that's it. I walked yeah. under two ladders and threw some salt over my shoulder before we started. Break Does any that mirrors. Counterbalance? Uh-uh, don't break any mirrors. Well, Pol- today Polo's here. getting geared up. What's up, Polo? No, I was just waiting to see what you were going to say. I mean, because you've always been known for jinxing yourself with certain things, especially sporting events. So yeah. I have never jinxed a sporting event ever. Yes, you have. How so? Tell me how I've done that. There have been so many times where you're like, oh, yeah, the Spurs are going to blow this team out, and they've got it in the bag, and then what would happen? Spurs are lose. So, well, let me ask you, do you really think my thinking they were going to win made them lose? Yes. Do you really think that? Ha- oh, stop. Yes. <laughs> well, that you actually you believe in, in Friday the 13th. Oh, I know, yeah. You believe in luck, good luck, good luck, bad luck, all yes. that. I think you make your own luck. Am I saying the Spurs are going to win or going to blow them out? That's because I wanted them to. Doesn't mean it doesn't mean it changed the outcome. You think that you think the Spurs heard me say that and changed how they played? I never said that. I'm just saying you're putting it out there into the universe, and I think that you put those those negative thoughts out there. Kerry, who knew? He believed that I have the power to change the vibe wow. in the universe yeah, and make a sport team lose. Okay. What? You believe that like you, you have all kinds of power. So, I mean. Well, I have the power to press the button and say words on the radio. That's about it. Yeah. Sam, uh, Sam, you said something about jinxing something earlier on the call screener. So, you're buying this Friday the 13th stuff? I don't know. Maybe. Wow. Wow. Who raised you? The oh, jinx. Right. Yeah. Never mind. I am not the jinx. I have not jinxed <laughs> my teams from winning. Carrie, you, you believe in this crap? Um. Well, probably not. No. No, I don't. Carrie, come on. No. Why, uh, stop. I have never jinxed anything. It's not even possible even to jinx Even Carrie something. has jinxed things sometimes. I have? Yes, when mm-hmm. we thought something was going to happen, and then you mentioned it. Oh, I, we were just talking about that last week, weren't we? Yeah, what? that is true. What'd you do? What I happened? I can't. I can't. I can't say. <laughs> well, you can't bring it up and not say it. Well, Wait, can't, you can't give us a up, hint? No, not, no. Not, not that. No. Um, I'm there sure been, there've been other like, times like, too. The the stupid Tuesday song, like you know when, yes. when we're thinking that oh. we're going to get away with it, and then yeah. Carrie will send me a message like, "I think you forgot," <laughs> and then you and then like yeah, two seconds I, I later, yeah. you're talking about can, it. Can I tell you why I will never forget it again? The entire chat who's watching us live starts putting tacos up in the chat room. Oh, great! And like, like they will not. They were so angry when I forgot it that one week. They were really it was beside so awesome themselves. For us, yeah, but, it was. Yeah, it's good stuff. Whatever. All right, hoping. so there you go. No, I don't believe in jinxes. I don't believe in good luck or bad luck. I believe that you make your own luck. And, and yeah, do I believe in you know uh, things beyond us? Of course. But I, I did not jinx the Spurs ever. You know, if I wanted them to win and they got blown <laughs> out, it, did, it wasn't because I said something and put it out in the ether. It makes no sense. Calm you don't down. really believe that, do you? I do. But no, but Polo really believes that. I find yes, that to be very interesting. Because you would say this stuff like, oh, there's, there's no doubt. It's going to happen. There's no way it's going to happen. And then what would happen? It would happen. Dude, I played the national anthem at Spurs games. I think seven or eight times. They were they were like seven or eight and one. So it's not like I'm bringing negativity oh, no. to the people that I want to okay, win. Okay, no. So so then so then you were actually good luck for that. 
<laughs> so, See, so if they win, I'm good luck. If they lose, I'm bad luck. Either way, because, I'm doing it because you were you were you were there and you were playing the national anthem. So that so you brought good luck for that. But if you were talking about it and and saying like there's you know no chance they're going to lose and they've got it in the bag, like it, that you would jinx it. That's different. I don't. I just don't remember that ever happening. <laughs> Okay. You know what I mean, Carrie? Come on. It's a, it's a little nuts, isn't it? Um, maybe just a little bit. Oh, man. Carrie almost on my side on something. That's interesting. <laughs> All right. Uh, 8 and 8. Oh, Paul, you know, you weren't here yesterday. <laughs> I probably should play the parody. I had a parody yesterday, no? No. Uh, I, I, I heard, heard about it. I heard about it. You did not hear about I it. I did. You're such a liar. How did you, you heard about it? How does that happen? I mean, it wasn't good from what I hear, so. Well, only according to you two. You know how many emails I got last night, Carrie, with people who were upset with you, how you reacted to my parody? Seriously? A ton. A ton. I mean, it had to be better than the last one. A ton. Mm. Solo? What? I I think it had to be at least better than the last one. Well, the last one wasn't bad, but I only played it once. Right. Uh, anticipation turned into disinformation. Because, I, I, honestly, I didn't feel like hearing the noise anymore. Oh, but yesterday, that... I felt so good about it. I played more than once. Was that the name of the song, or is that what happened? It was called Disinformation. Oh. No, no, no. What, what happened was, you and Carrie need to set up an audiologist appointment. <laughs> I think that's... Our hearing's I, oh, fine. Yeah. It's okay, good. I'm going to jinx this. Watch. Carrie and Polo can hear very well. Oh, I jinxed it. I, I'm actually dead wrong about that. What? 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-WHAT? <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. See, I would love to hear, uh, for one day, I'd like to hear how you people hear music. You guys have a real issue. I don't know what it is. We really don't. How many times have you said Polo has such great hearing? I don't know. He's got a great ear for mixes. He's got a great ear yeah. for playing music together. Yeah. Got a great ear for levels. But clearly, he's tone deaf. Mm-hmm. I mean, can you blame me? I'm going to forward all of these emails <laughs> from now on, and you guys will know. And then you'll say, oh, they're all stupid. Please don't well. do that. Oh, I've talked about the parody again. I'm going to get emails now. Why are you talking about the parody? 888-941-PAGS. Before the break, we talked about how, for some reason, the idiots in authority in the UK have decided that if you call a bald man bald, that's somehow sexual harassment. Now, Carrie, somebody who's bald, there's a, there's a definition for that, right? It means mm-hmm. the guy, he didn't Without have any hair. hair, Correct. Could be a woman as well. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, because the preponderance of bald people are men, this equates to sexual harassment. And there are a now, lot of women out there smart. who like what do you think bald about this? men. I think it's ridiculous. It's not sexual harassment. There are, there are, I was it's always surprised. Fact. I was Working at the TV station in Lansing, um, there was a director who was bald. Younger guy, but he went bald. And there was a like a floor director, somebody in the production staff, who ended up dating and might have even married him, and she was like, oh, I just love a bald head. Yeah, so a lot and, of women again, do, yeah. You know, at the, at the end of the day, if you say, oh, look, that guy's bald, how is that harassment at all? I don't know. I don't think, I didn't think it was. What do you say, hairless? I guess, <laughs> I guess there goes a hairless man. I mean, Follically I don't know. challenged. Follically challenged? Really? That's what we have to do? <laughs> and what this about the bald so eagle? Stupid. <laughs> yeah, the bald eagle is, obviously we're sexually harassing the eagle. <laughs> So at the end of the day, why can't we stop this tiptoeing and walking on eggs and acting like words don't mean words anymore? It is so stupid mm-hmm. that it makes my entire existence hurt. I mean, it, it, it just doesn't make sense. Look, guys, if you're bald and I say you're bald, I am not talking about your manhood or your gender or your sexuality. I'm talking about your, your damn bald head. You know what I'm saying? That's it. Yeah. But but people, this is this is the woke world in which we live. Now, why did they have to make that decision? Did somebody sue 
on the grounds of sexual harassment because they were called bald? That's what it was, right? Somebody yes. sued that they were being yeah. harassed by by a coworker. Yeah, or his his uh, shift supervisor called on, him dude. a very bad word. Um, well, bald. is it is it the f word? It is the c word. Well, how does that even work? I don't know. I just want to call write them. the word. Write the word to me, because maybe I'm thinking of the but the wrong C. Write the word to me, please. Because I mean, I, I, what would you put as an adjective in front of bald? Okay, let's see. Really? Yes. You were so afraid to write it that you left the last I didn't letter off. Li- I don't like it. I don't <laughs> like it. <laughs> that's the that's the worst word in the English language. I agree I know. with you, but. How does that how does that fit in front of the word bald? Well, I, I, I think it was, was behind a... was it behind it? Maybe bald was the ad- yeah, adjective. Yeah, bald. Oh, he called him a bald that but that word. Yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, you can complain about that word's pretty bad. I mean, you can complain about that one and maybe go to HR and say, "Hey, this isn't okay. He's treating mm-hmm. me badly at work or an unsafe or unsavory or whatever workplace." But to call the guy the guy bald, that doesn't make any sense. Right. Or to make it about that word, that adjective. Instead of the other word, I don't know, but I don't, I don't get it. But I'll go to the phone is. line see, see if somebody you know has something on this. Guest, it's either Gaston or Gaston in Pennsylvania. What's going on? Uh, hello, how are you? I'm living um, the dream. I just wanted to, uh, pardon me. I'm living the dream, my friend. What's going on? Oh, okay, great. Yeah, yes, you are. I have a, a successful radio show and a voice heard by millions. Great. Um, so with this issue, of- <sighs> what happened? I can't even pick it back up. It says dial. You jinxed him. Sam, what happened to that? Gaston, Gaston, call back. Uh, I, I don't know what happened there. Um, he disappeared, and then the word dial showed up. I couldn't even take the, the call back on the line. Let me say hello and welcome to uh, line one. It's Casey in Yakima. Casey, what's going on? Joe, I've got to tell you, I'm proud of you for the position that you take with the other guests that are on the radio. You have now become my favorite show during the day. Thank you. Um, all the miles they drive. Thank you. And my favorite thing is, is the way you say stupid so many different ways with different noises and say it's hilarious. I almost drive off the road. But I've got to tell you, Carrie steals the show. Why? Why, why do these people <laughs> have to do this, Carrie? I don't understand There's what they want to get out of this. Thank you. My Lord. Nice. What on earth is he that. talking about? I'm going to say it's stupid. Um, it's not stupid. That's a call. Casey, of the stupid. I'm going to call the month, actually. I'm going to call it. Call the month. You know, that word that was used in England came to mind when he said that. Um, for him, not you. Okay. It's like, are I would we never fight ever or what? Even, I would never think that about you. Stop it. <laughs> we're going to fight. Okay. For him. Don't don't make a face, Polo. Welcome back, by the way. Do you wish you were back on, on duty, <laughs> if you will? I just like the fact that you said duty. There you go. Mike, I'm going to need me saying duty. So, I, you know what I was going to do? I was going to give him the echo. I was gonna, this is what I was going to do for the caller. I was going to give him the echo. Gonna give him the reverb and let him say stupid, but then he br- then he brings up freaking chocolate voice. <laughs> he turned that. What call is that? It was pretty awesome, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna forward you all those emails from yesterday. No, you off this high horse. Do not do that. Let's try. Let's try Gaston or Gaston again. Sorry about that, brother. Fill me in. Go ahead. Oh, oh no, that's okay. Um, what I was gonna say is I'm gonna go to the highest authority on the issue of baldness. Okay. okay. So uh, biblically speaking, Levites had to be like totally pure in order to serve in the temple. And there was a lot of things, like weird things, that would disqualify them, but baldness was not one of them. It just said, if a guy's bald, he's bald, and that's it. He's not to be disqualified. So it's not um, a flaw, apparently, um, as far as the Almighty is concerned. Now, there was one more character in the Bible named Elisha, 
and some some a group of kids uh, disrespected him um, in mention of his baldness, and he sort of um, said something to the bears, and <laughs> they killed the kids. <laughs> so, I mean, it it depends on, you know, uh, the reverence I guess you treat a bald person, uh, you know. <laughs> All right, Cash, I appreciate you calling back. Hey, today. <laughs> Carrie, what did I miss? I don't know. I don't know why that was. I was really waiting. Funny. Something um, made him made him laugh. I don't I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. He's ready to go though. Okay. Uh, Gaston or Gaston. Now I said it two different ways. He never corrected me. Didn't you expect that he would say it's Gaston? Gaston, yes. I have to say it that way. Gaston. But uh, but okay. L- let me say this. The reason why most men go bald, male pattern baldness, is no. caused by what? What are you going to say? Because if you blame it on women, no. No. Can you just pipe down a little bit today? My God. (laughs) Okay. Go ahead. What were you going to say? I'm going to scientifically tell people why it happens. It's from dihydrotestosterone. Uh And those, I remember there was a hairdresser back in New York or something who said, um, you know, I was talking to this other woman, and she was married and all, but I talked to this other woman um, in uh, at the beauty salon, and she said, you're looking for a man who's got male pattern baldness because it means they've got more testosterone than other men, which means they're more manly. So if you're going bald, although it seems weird, if you're losing your hair, that means that the, follic- the follicles were, were dealing with dihydrotestosterone, and you had a lot of testosterone in your body. So the manlier men are losing their hair, yet they hate losing their hair because they feel they're, they're less attractive to women. It's, it's, like, it's like a complete you know, um, mind game. You know, by nature and by God, isn't it? You thought I was going to blame women? What, what is I wrong really with you? <laughs> I thought you were going to go there. I was going to stop you. But okay, yeah, it's all good. Now, the second okay. scientific study said that women named Carrie no. cause baldness as well, <laughs> especially if they're from Nebraska. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pags Show. Hi, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. It's the Joe Pack Show for your Friday, Friday the 13th. Glad to have you here. Carrie, when I was growing up and when I was learning about the English language, which is what we utilize to communicate and what we utilize for our, our jobs, mm-hmm. um, I learned about sexual harassment, and I think that we were saying harassment at the time. I think we were, and I'm not really sure what the right pronouncement or uh, you know pronunciation is, although... It is colloquial that we say harassment, but harassment might be correct. I'll be honest with you. Okay. Just like, like Rush always did this with the word figure. He said figure because in the dictionary, it doesn't, there's no Y. It's just figure. And if you listen to people who's, who are in the UK, they say figure instead of figure, right? Mm-hmm. So, but things become colloquialized. Like um, <laughs> the word snuck is used instead of sneaked. If I, if, um, I sneaked up on you, Sneaked is the proper past tense. Snuck is actually the perfect past tense, which would be, I have snuck up on you. But for some reason, we've made snuck the past tense, and it's really not. It's colloquialism, but if you do it enough, it becomes the norm, and it becomes acceptable. So I'm not really sure whether it's harassment or harassment. I always remember Tom Snyder, who used to be a news anchor in New York, and then, of course, he had the Tomorrow Show, and he's very famous for doing that, where he basically would have a guest on and then interview himself. 
Okay. Like literally, he would have like I like to present Carrie Lockie, news anchor. Man, I was a news anchor back in the day, and and I remember how much money I made. And I had a coworker who said this to me, and again, uh, we've got yeah. Carrie Lockie here. I know and then you know, I remember that. buying my first car from being a news anchor. <laughs> I mean, he was he was he would interview himself for like two hours every night. It was very interesting. Yeah. But um, oh, somebody just said people in the UK say aluminium. They do because there's actually an extra I in the word in the UK. We took an I out, and we hmm. we say aluminum, but there's an extra I at the oh, end of uh, uh, aluminium. Okay. Yeah, in the UK. But um, it's interesting because sexual harassment was very, very clear to me. If I walked up to you and said, hey, baby, your butt looks nice in that. No, I'm sexually harassing you. Mm-hmm. If you said to me the same similar thing, that's sexual harassment. If, if you know, I grab somebody's rear end, that's certainly sexual harassment and assault. Yes. But to say that it's sexual harassment to say your head is bald. I mean, that's stating a fact. Yes. We just, we've gotten to a bizarre place. Very much so. Very much so. And we've talked about this before. I mean, there's a fine line. It depends on who you're saying it to. I remember we talked about this several years ago. I said, if a guy whistles at you, and I think Karina still worked with us, um, and uh, would would that be sexual harassment? And you both said, absolutely, yes, without a doubt. Then I said, well, if it's Blake Shelton who whistles at you, then what? Oh, no, that's fine. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit different, right? It depends on who's doing it. So that's 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 a hard line to cross, too. Because you don't really know when it's okay. So I think to be safe, you don't even say, like I've said to you before, what, you look great. You look like you lost some weight. I like that outfit. You didn't take offense to that. You actually said thanks. Yeah, it was a nice thing to hear. That's a compliment. But you and I know each other very well. If, if a stranger walked up and said, hey, you're looking, you're looking nice in those jeans, that's a different thing. Yeah, yeah, very much And that so. could be, that be, could be so, sexual harassment or, you know, uh, unhealthy workplace, you know, banter. But to say you have a bald head or you have a lot of hair, you know what I mean? I know. I don't know how they get sexual harassment out of that. I really don't. And I wouldn't still be talking about it had they not decided that it was. Like, I I know people are stupid. Stupid! Mm -hmm. I know they're stupid. And they're going to say things are are what they're not. And normally you get somebody who's adjudicating, a judge, who's going to say, no, no, that's not sexual harassment. Your head is bald. Yeah. That didn't even happen. Closed. Yeah. Right. They didn't even shut them down. They said, no, I agree with you. Yeah. I know. What? I know. It's crazy. Dude. Crazy. Come on, man. Yo, is it, what is it? Jersey Friday? What is? What are you wearing today? No, it's from my, my son's school. Nice. Okay, I won't complain it. then. Yeah, thank you. See, is that sexual harassment? I said, is it Jersey Friday? <laughs> no, I don't think so. No. Quick break. Thank you. Good. Back after this. Keep it here. This is the Joe Pegg Show.